Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. And Jeremy Adams, you are the CEO of Unicorn Innovations. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so, Jeremy, beyond uh, Unicorn, you've been involved in marketing, particularly um, online marketing, for quite some time. Um, you've got some relationships. I think some folks who would, uh, listening to this podcast would probably be pretty interested in, uh, particularly Kevin Harrington, the work you've done with Pat Flynn. Uh, but can you kind of give us a back, you know, kind of just a quick overview of, of your background and your skill set? So I actually, I refer to myself as a generalist, but I'm probably a, a marketing leaning generalist. It's like, mm-hmm. I it kind of am self-taught and I just over the years have done enough to where I feel like I can like be kind of dangerous at something. And then I found, find a partner or, you know, we find a team member or whatever the case is. But I started my first real company at 22. We're a manufacturing company, but I learned how to market that company online. So I just, again, I I wasn't an expert. I don't think at anything, but I, you know, built a basic little site, started learning some uh, foundational information about SEO and content creation. We started getting some leads from there. And then after we started generating some revenue, I got some way smarter people to handle that for me. And that's kind of just how my mind sits. So in 2012, you launched uh, launched, uh, Prestige Food Trucks. So you're designing these custom food trucks. Uh, and and then it looks like, so you made an, an exit uh, November, 2018. Um, tell me how you grew that company. So it's one of those stories that is a pretty interesting story. And looking back on it, it's such a blur because I don't know how the heck it happened. It, <laughs> it definitely was not because of my uh, me being super smart or intelligent. I, I give a lot of the credit to... of it to me just not giving up and 80% of it to there's just a giant demand in the marketplace for food trucks. If you recall, last 10 years, food trucks have really taken off. And I mean, the amount of calls we were getting from big companies even, and fortunately, we got the name Prestige Food Truck. So it just sounded really crazy. First site that we built before we even built a truck, I... Like I don't tell a lot of people this, but I just like copy and pasted some some pictures from like competitors and stuff like that. And I I tried to be as authentic with it as possible. I wasn't like exactly saying this is what we build. It's just like this is what we can build, you know. But uh, we right. kind of got an an order on accident from uh, my partner, and someone's just like, "Hey, can you like build us a food truck?" And just like entrepreneurs do commonly, they say yes too much, and we agreed to 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 build it. And while we were building that, we obviously made a million mistakes, but one good thing we did do is like, we might as well try to see if this is a legitimate business opportunity. So I, uh, prestigefoodtrucks.com was open, bought the domain and the time we we're building the trucks. Cause it took a few months to build. It's like building a little house. So there's a lot that goes into it. Wow. We got the website up it, food trucks back then again, online, it was like the wild, wild west. So even, um, Oh yeah. In a couple of months, we started ranking for some pretty high volume uh, keywords because there just wasn't that much competition. And before we finished the first truck, we actually got our order on the second one somehow. And from there, we just kind of grew naturally. People would call in, place the order, and they would wire us an obscene amount of money. 
And believe it or not too, probably like half the customers like never even visited our shop and the average truck was over a hundred grand. So it's just, it's really interesting to think. Oh about. my gosh. Wow. And did you, uh, my gosh, I can imagine what a fun kind of like be, the behind the scenes on overhauling trucks and turning them into food trucks. I mean, that right there is like a cool reality series. I would totally watch. Did you do much of that? Yeah, we actually, a couple different, uh, I don't even know what they'd be called, but maybe production companies had, uh, probably like 10 reached out over the years to do a reality show on us. I would say uh, a few we had serious conversations with uh, one in particular ended up shooting a pilot and everything and never, uh, and never moved forward uh, sadly. So I, I don't know if it would have been a flop or not, but yeah. it, it definitely was interesting. And, and probably the biggest thing was I gave it my all. Like I never purposely would mess someone's truck up, but I was just so inexperienced in what I was doing. Like even me giving a hundred percent was just still kind of half ass and subpar. And that was the yeah. biggest learning lesson for me. Uh, we ended up about three years into the company. We merged with uh, our biggest competitor or like maybe not our biggest, but one of our biggest competitors who yeah. was the exact opposite of me. They, they had been building since 2001. They just were, they got a beautiful new warehouse had a great team. They just were having a, a hard time keeping orders um, flowing. So that's oh where gosh. I was better at. So it was a perfect yeah. match. I wish I would have did that since day one. I mean, so just lesson to all, a lot of people and lesson to me, just partner with smarter people out of the gate and stop trying to do everything yourself. I mean, that would have called oh. like, be so much more money and I would have been sued a lot less. I, I totally agree. You know, our experience with all my influences, we partner with so many other agencies, PR firms, marketing firms, SEO firms, and we don't do what they do. And we do, you know, we've, we've pinpointed three things that we do really, really, really well. And those are the only three things we do. <laughs> Everything else, we just go ahead and refer that to uh, someone else. And like, do you do paid traffic? Nope, but I know someone who does. <laughs> yeah. um, matter of fact, I, I know some guys in uh, based out of Orlando that, that know a lot of things about that. We'll get into that in a second. Um, I wanted to ask you before we move on, um, is uh, where do you think the food truck industry is today compared to where it was like, say, five, six years ago? Yeah, so there's not like any detailed report that I've seen mm -hmm. or backs up what I'm saying. And this is just my pulse because I, uh, you know, I had my company prestige food trucks, um, mm -hmm. which we ended up selling to a, um, specialty vehicle manufacturer down the road in Indiana, which worked out really well. Um, that was much yeah. larger than us and they did all different types of vehicles. So it was a, it was a perfect acquisition for them. Uh, they, they actually do all the, you know, the Kona ice trucks. Do you ever see those? Like the Kona ice, yep. like little trucks at fairs and stuff. So the company that bought us does all those trucks. So it, okay. it ended up, they were like five miles down the road from us. Like what are the, what are the chances? And Indiana is like the RV capital of the world too, in terms yeah. of, yeah. Manufacturing recreation. Elkhart, Indiana, which is, it's actually yeah. Elkhart, Elkhart, yep. Indiana, so crazy. So to think about that, and this is just like a little side note about Elkhart, if you don't know about it, it, the, when the economy does well, the RV industry does well. And as most people probably know, there's a kind of a shortage in the world or in the country for skilled labor. Um, electricians and plumbers are at a high demand right now because everybody wants to go to college and get like a liberal arts degree or whatever mm -hmm. kids are doing. So <laughs> the, the wages in Elkhart, when we got out of the business, were just insane. Just in like five years. I mean, RV companies will literally pay people like, I'm not exaggerating, 
$40 an hour to like clean the RVs, like just like a final clean and prep and with overtime. So if you think you're making you oh. know $40 an hour for like, a, that's not even skilled labor. That's just because that's how in demand labor was. And that's how many RVs are being purchased in a good economy because people can buy RVs. Like, I don't know if you know this, but you can get like a 20 year mortgage essentially on an RV where your payments only $600 a month for a really nice yeah. RV. You know, so they're pretty affordable for the masses. So uh, a lot of people apparently have been buying RVs and that really made it difficult for us to, to stay competitive because at our height, we were right at, uh, almost a $10 million company and you know, we just can't compete with a, a billion dollar plus RV manufacturer um, with yeah. paying from the same labor pool. So that's yeah. another story of how we got creative to, to attract labor. But the the lot of the corporations are getting into it now, which is actually good. A lot of the bigger companies are getting into it, not as a revenue generation source per se, but as a mm-hmm. brand awareness and marketing tool. Yeah. If you're, a, if you're a company, if you're a restaurant that wants to start uh, being part of festivals, being just showing Great up at advertising where your target demo is, you know, what better way you can have a, a shitty looking tent or like a big, beautiful food truck. Like what's going to represent your brand better, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who, who Do you know of some of the chains that are, that are doing food trucks now? A lot. I mean, if you go to uh, prestige food truck, com like we built trucks for like again i was like a 23 year old kid closing deals with like big companies which is just insane looking back but uh you know outback steakhouse texas roadhouse taco bell uh just oh. just tons of big companies over the years Fuddruckers. Amazing. I'm leaving some out, but I think the brands we work with is on that, that, that main page. Wow. And even the U.S. Navy, which I'm excited about. <laughs> yeah, that one was a little bit different. So anybody that hasn't worked with the government, it's like this really long like bidding process. Yeah, right. They don't even pay you till after you complete the unit, which is literally insane, which is another reason that like a bigger company to acquire us. There are so many government opportunities that yeah. we had to turn down because just the uh, the cash it took. Yep. Most small businesses, if they're like, hey, we want five units and say they wanted like these super immaculate trucks that were two, 300 grand. So if we're at a 20, 25%, you know, gross margin, like we're putting 150 to 200 grand in each of these, we need a million dollars in capital just to complete that order. And it's just, it wasn't realistic for us. So yeah. we could have been a lot bigger if we had, uh, you know, that, that type of capital backing. Yeah. Now, uh, so Jeremy, in your work then, uh, obviously, you know, things are going pretty well. Um, I, I know you've done some work with uh, locally Goodwill and thank you for doing that, by the way, uh, which is just a wonderful organization. It's, it does so much good in the community. Um, I have a friend that uh, became a, a part of their marketing team. And so I've became aware of a lot of the, you know, what, what a great impact they have. Uh, but you eventually you develop all this skill set and uh, you form another company called Unicorn Innovations and explain uh, why you did that. So you kind of touched on it with your business earlier, just focusing on a couple things, right? Just being laser focused. So we had an agency with Kevin Harrington that we started, I think in 2014, 2015, that was uh, officially started. We were working on some projects with him or though. It's a blessing and a curse, right? Mostly a mm-hmm. blessing to to work with a guy like Kevin. It adds a lot of credibility. There's a lot of deal flow opportunities. Lots of people want to work with us, right? That one of the curses, though, we just took on way too much business, and we took mm-hmm. on the wrong types of business. We were um, interesting a full service marketing company offering content creation, website development, social management, 
ad management. And like if they were going to pay us, we probably would have said yes. So yeah. which is the worst thing you can do as a company looking back at it. At the time, we thought it was great. But looking back at it, we, we realized that that was a mistake. So we, we ended up for, for multiple reasons, and we're still on good terms. We still work with Kevin on a couple different projects. We ended up exiting our, our, our agency with Kevin and started Unicorn. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to exclusively focus on uh, paid advertising because we, we thought that was where our, our core genius and skill set was. And that ultimately is where uh-huh. the biggest earning opportunity is. Um, you can't, maybe you can charge someone a bunch of money to build a website, but I didn't really want to be in that game. If you're able to produce results on the advertising opportunity, whether it's with retainability to turn equity or, or whatever the case is. So that's really been our focus, driving revenue for companies through paid advertising. And uh, hmm. that's worked out really well for us. And, and from that, um, Max kind of for about a year was thinking about launching a course. So he ended up just kind of launching it and we didn't know what to expect um, because I guess he was just frustrated that there's a lot of like gurus in the space that yeah. were putting out these courses that really didn't have experience. And again, from that yeah. blessing slash curse with the, all the business we got working with Kevin, we had tons of experience managing all different types of ad accounts under the sun, right? So we took that experience, put it into a course, and then our training started taking off. So um, and that's doing really well. We actually just released our, our new program called Paid Traffic Training, which is off to an amazing start. So, you know, our company is twofold. Mm-hmm. We're, we're very selective, but we work with brands and help them scale through ads, as well as we have our, our mass market offering, which is our, our different training programs. Uh, so, um, so just to kind of cover, so the you've got two on the training side of it. You've got Paid Traffic Training and then Unicorn Academy. Now, would these be for someone to be able to then manage their own paid ads in-house or would this be someone would follow this course so that then they could become skilled and then offer them offer their own services as a business that's a good question so i would say our customer base right now is made up of about 50 percent e-com store owners Mm. 40 percent agencies and consultants and then like 10 percent like miscellaneous like local small businesses and stuff so yeah, a lot of, you know, half of our customers are, are e-com store owners that are looking to just improve their existing efforts. Um, and they take the trainings and then they implement what we're teaching them. And then another 40%, um, which is almost another half, is agency owners and consultants. I mean, this is knowledge that we're teaching them to then help their clients with or charge. And, you know, from that, we, we've been very fortunate. I mean, Max works really, really hard and always over delivers. I mean, the amount of like uh, positive testimonials and like life-changing results we've received through video testimonial and emails and stuff like that yeah. is it, staggering. I mean, it's in the, it's in the hundreds. So it's, uh, it's really, really exciting. And we've been you know, fortunate to, to take all our knowledge, headache, trial and error, you know, success and failures and, and yeah. wrap it up in a, a training program and, and people. And Jeremy, um, in terms of like where we are, so it's, you know, getting toward the end of 2019, um, where do you see paid ads today? Like what's working, what's not working, maybe compared to a year or two ago? Because sadly, I think a lot of the training that you see today is based on what was working two years ago. And, and that's not necessarily what works well today from what I understand. I'm not a guru in this, but yeah. I've talked to enough people uh, to know that the, 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 the ball moves a little bit in paid ads. 100%. And that's, by the way, and this isn't a plug for what we're doing, but it's kind of one of the reasons why we shifted. 
our, our new our our page our unicorn academy is um, more premium a step up and then we down the road we're going to be launching some other other higher ticket things but we switched everything to a monthly subscription and the, and the, the mm. main reason we did that it's it's twofold everything's going to a monthly subscription now like how many things are you subscribed to that's monthly i mean it's just the consumers are just comfortable with that now which is which is good um but the the other thing is the the ad platform in the marketplace is constantly changing so we know we needed to offer something that every month we could um, update our course. So part of our program, it's multiple live trainings, access to our premium group, which is tons of good content, access to other people that invest in themselves, which is really important. And then we have our all of our course and all the different modules, which we update and add things to every month. So you know, we wanted to have something that was constantly living, breathing, and evolving. Um, in regards to specifics, I would say it's just like at, at a high level, it's mindset of focusing on customer lifetime value and not mm. front end profitability. It's extremely, extremely difficult to be profitable from the first order nowadays, especially at any amount yeah. of scale. Like some people be like, I have a 4X ROAS and I'm like, well, how much are you spending? And they're like, oh, five grand a month. It's like, well, you, you know, you don't barely have a business there. Yeah. You know, once you start trying to actually build a business to, you know, multiple millions in revenue or higher, you know, no one that we know that's spending six figures plus or that we manage spending you know, four or five X ROAS just isn't realistic. You know, yeah. a, a realistic target is a if you can break even and make money on that second, third, and fourth purchase, mm. that's how you're going to win. So just having that lifetime value as a focus. Um, and another thing, running, unless you have an absolutely amazing product or offer, which most people don't, most people may, but it takes time to explain that to people, unless it's like a super viral product or just something that's just like unbelievable, running traffic to an offer page, cold traffic to an offer page also is very difficult now because yes. uh, the costs are just getting inevitably more expensive. So you have to start running you know, ads that comply with that, You know, more top of funnel, uh, brand awareness, building credibility. And then after they're familiar with your brand and have some trust, then you start directing them to an offer page. Um, as well as, again, depending on what you're doing, we're about to start like testing our free trial offer, like which is going to be our audience that it's just going to be for you know, a warm audience that hasn't purchased, but we're just getting creative. Like I would rather have our warm audience that we've already invested a bunch of money in and offer them some sort of free trial that has a rebuild than like continuing to try to like bang our heads against the wall to try to convert cold traffic, you know? So we're just really trying to get creative. It's a lot easier to sell existing customers or even existing warm prospects items than constantly focusing on like that new customer, the new shiny object. Awesome. Well, Jeremy Adams, you are the uh, the CEO of Unicorn Innovations based here in Orlando. So love celebrating a, a fellow Orlandian. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the word. Uh, and yeah. then also the founder of Prestige Food Trucks. So it, listen, thank you so much, Jeremy. I really appreciate all of your time. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform 
and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.